Hello and welcome. I'm Pastor Vincent Grissom, and this is Applying God's Word, a teaching ministry from the Word of God. This is study number 99, titled, A Lukewarm Christian. Exactly what does it mean to be a lukewarm Christian? While many would never think of themselves as a lukewarm Christian because they have created their own version of the Christian life that is very weak, but still resembles the Christian life when viewed from a distance. A lukewarm Christian is described as one who professed to know and follow Christ, but whose life does not reflect it. They would claim to follow Christ, but not enough for Christ to seriously affect any aspect of their life. Some feel God is obligated to them as a result of a one-time act long ago that involved praying a prayer or walking down an aisle at church. Lukewarm is that state of being that is a little too cold to be hot and a little too hot to be cold. Think of it as a cold drink that just sat there and ended up being lukewarm. Or it's a hot drink that just sat there and ended up getting to be lukewarm. Ever try to drink an effervescent drink that's gone flat? The first thought is to spit it out. Well, that's the idea here. Either way, the lukewarm drinks are not of any use like this. The lukewarm Christian isn't much use like this either. There is no fire, no zeal or enthusiasm for the things of God. They are complacent and just go through the motions. But we are told in 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 5, to examine ourselves. Examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not realize that Christ Jesus is in you? Unless, of course, you fail the test. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 17 says, For it is time for judgment to begin with God's household, and if it begins with us, what will the outcome be for those who do not obey the gospel of God? The judgment Peter refers to here is for the purpose of purifying our faith and is meant to draw us to trust God more deeply. God is a father who disciplines his children. As you examine yourself, ask yourself these questions. In your heart, do you desire to follow Jesus Christ, worship him and obey him? Does your professed love for God stretch into action? Does it have any practical effect on your life? Do you ever change your mind about things you think and do as a result of reading the Bible? Would others characterize your actions as one who loves God? Do you seek to understand how scripture should be interpreted, or do you care more about how it fits or does not fit with your natural prejudices, opinions, and lifestyle? If these questions reveal you to be a lukewarm Christian, the good news is that God is rich in love and mercy and is waiting with open arms for you to return to him by seriously confessing in honest prayer and genuine repentance. I want to challenge and encourage you to return and pursue a passionate walk with Christ. I want you to take the necessary steps now to get closer to Christ. Remembering the early days of your first love for the Lord can help you recognize changes 
that have developed in your relationship with God since then. Confess and repent of your indifference towards God. Repentance involves a change of mind, heart, and direction. Forsake the thoughts, attitudes, and actions that have drawn your attention away from a wholehearted love for God. You will receive God's forgiveness. Renew your commitment to do the first works of your faith. Listen to what Revelation chapter 2 verses 4 through 5 says. But I have this against you, that you have left your first love. Remember therefore from where you have fallen. Repent and do the first works, or else I will come to you quickly and remove your lampstand from its place, unless you repent. The Lord warned these brethren that unless they repented and did the first works, he would remove their lampstand from its place. The lampstand was symbolic of the Lord's presence and his recognition of that congregation as belonging to him. In these last days, many churches are made up of people who as a whole have become what Jesus speaks against in Revelation chapter 3 verses 13 through 16. They have become like the Laodicean church. Let's read verses 13 through 16. Verse 13. Whoever has ears, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the angel of the church in Laodicea, write, These are the words of the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the ruler of God's creation. I know your deeds, that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish you were either one or the other. So, because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I am about to spit you out of my mouth. Jesus talks about this church being lukewarm, but he wishes they were cold or hot. Some people have missed the understanding of this verse and say that it means hot for serving the Lord and cold for not serving the Lord. This is not the case. Here is a little history about Laodicea. It had a very poor water supply. A few miles away were two cities known for their water. Heropolis, known for its hot water springs, which were very therapeutic. Then Colossae, which was less than 10 miles away and was known for its cold, refreshing water for drinking. Laodicea water was piped in from an aqueduct about six miles away, and by the time the water reached the city, it was lukewarm, not of therapeutic value, and of no great drinking value. It was like the church at Laodicea, of no benefit to the Lord. When we think of a lukewarm church today, we think about one that merely goes through the motions. There is no heart, no zeal, no focus in their worship. When they sing, it's just robotic. When they pray, study, and remember the Savior at the Lord's table, their minds simply wander. There is no concern for the spreading of the gospel, visiting the sick, or caring for those in need. They simply don't do anything for Christ. Look at what it says in verse 15. I know your works. I wish that they were cold or hot. So what was Jesus saying to them in his desire that they be cold or hot? He's saying their spiritual condition is of no benefit. He would rather they be spiritually beneficial, like a refreshing drink of cold water, 
are like the soothing heat of the hot springs. If we were simply going through the motions, if our heart is not in it, if we are not living and working for Christ every day of our lives, we are of no benefit to him. So how does this condition of lukewarmness really make Jesus feel? Let's look at the last verse of our text, verse 16. So because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I am about to spit you out of my mouth. I wonder what Jesus would think of the church today. I wonder if he would be impressed by the great church buildings that house lukewarm congregations. I wonder if he would be pleased with churches that have lots of money in the bank while people in the community are hungry and losing their homes. I wonder if he would enjoy the singing of the well-rehearsed choirs and high-tech audio and visual presentations while the congregation is entertained. I wonder how he would like the congregational singing of his praises from lips with hearts that are far from him. I wonder if he would want to hear the sermons coming from the pulpit that just tickle the ears of men and women and make them feel good about themselves while never being convicted for the provision they make for the sin in their lives. I think today's church would make Jesus spit a lot of us out of his mouth. But again, there is hope. Jesus says a few verses later in verse 19, As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. Many churches today are a lot like Laodicea. Many are lukewarm and have no value to Christ. We think we're okay because of the things we have, but Jesus says we lack what we truly need, Him. He is rebuking and chastening us because He loves us. We are told to be zealous and to repent. Maybe we need a fresh examination of ourselves. Are you lukewarm in your worship and life with Christ? Repent. Be zealous. In closing, I want to finish off this chapter with these encouraging words from Jesus in verses 20 to 22. Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. To the one who is victorious, I will give the right to sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat down with my father on his throne. Whoever has ears, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. So, loved ones, let our deeds cause us to be either hot or cold for Jesus Christ.